team at My Mortgage are all about making it easy to buy your first home. So we've put together some conversations where Claire and Greg talk about the process and share some of our top tips to help you on your journey. Kia ora team, Claire and Greg here from My Mortgage. Hello. And hello. And today we are going to talk about the government-backed first home product assistance schemes. Hmm. Hmm. So these are administered by Kainga Order, who is the government department that works with housing and communities. And there are a couple of different ones here. So essentially the first one is the first home loan. The second is the first home grant, and the third is KiwiSaver. So firstly, we're going to deal with the first home loan. So Greg, do you want to give us a bit of a rundown on the first home loan? Absolutely. So first home loan is a government-backed loan scheme. It's run through a few of the banks. Not all of the banks do it. So most of the New Zealand-owned banks and then also Westpac of the big four, if you want to call them that. And what it is, is you can access that lending uh, with as little as 5% deposit. So that's probably the main reason people look at the first home loan as an option, as they've got a smaller deposit. There are some other benefits as well, um, but there's some criteria that you um, need to meet to fit into that. So there's some income caps. So you have to earn a certain amount below a certain amount of money. Um, The caps are different for whether you're in a relationship or whether you're buying with someone else, whether you are single, whether you uh, have dependents, those sorts of things. And there's also some criteria around, you know, the amount of debt you have, those sorts of things. So the one main change that's happened in the last little while is the property caps got removed. So there used to be a cap for how much you could buy for. And to be honest, it just wasn't enough. People couldn't utilize the grant. So one of the best things the government did was remove those caps for the first home loan. Uh, So now you can buy up to any value using the first home loan. Now, it is limited purely by income, you know, because they have those income caps, that puts a natural cap on it. Yeah, so that's the first home loan. Really good option for people looking to buy their first home when they've got a smaller deposit and they fit all those other criteria. Yeah, and there's a couple of other things to note too. So with any lending with a lower deposit, so less than 20%, you always have to pay some kind of low equity fee or low equity margin. So if if you're approaching a bank in in a standard sense, so outside of the first home loan, you'll pay one of those fees. The first home loan has what we call lender's mortgage insurance um, or the LMI. And that is always set at 1% of the loan value. So for most lenders, they'll actually capitalise that. So they'll add it to the loan, the amount that you're borrowing. But it is something just to be aware of when you get your loan approval back. The second thing is that most lenders do actually give you essentially special rates. So that means that the rate is similar to if you had a 20% deposit, you just have to pay that lender's mortgage insurance fee. So that can actually um, save quite a lot Mm. on your repayments specifically as we've got, you know, rates going up at the moment. Mm. Yeah, and the other thing with the uh, first home loan is that there is unlimited numbers of first home loans. So if you meet all the criteria, it's actually a really, really good option. One of the main things I think that we have coming up with people wanting to access first home loan, the first one is that you need to have been in your job for at least 12 months. Essentially, you have to be in your profession for at least 12 months. So I had one recently where a teacher had been in her job for nine months, but she'd been a teacher for three years, so that's fine. But if you're changing professions regularly, then, yeah, that's a little bit more challenging. So you need 12 months. And the other thing is that you do need really clean credit and what we call account conduct. So 
you've paid everything back on time, basically, mm. is the key thing there. Mm. Yeah. Yep. So we've got the first home loan, and we've also got the first home grant. And these can be used together, but they can also be used separately as well. So Claire, do you want to give us a quick rundown on the first home grant and how that can be accessed and what it's useful? Yeah, absolutely. So the first home grant is essentially what people refer to as the free money from the government. Don't we love that? <laughs> yeah. So um, you can access this if you've been contributing to a KiwiSaver scheme for three years or more. And the amount you get is linked to the length of time that you've been in KiwiSaver. So three grand for three years, four grand for four years, five grand for five years, and then higher than that, that's the cap. So five years is the max. You also can get that doubled if you are building a property and you fit within the price cap. So speaking of price caps, that's the key thing with first home grants. So all of the different regions of New Zealand have a slightly different price cap. And so you just have to jump onto the Kaying Order website and check the price cap for your region at this time. But that can often be the limiting factor. The first home loan doesn't have the price cap, but they do have the price cap for the first home grant. Yeah, and that's the thing that we've seen historically, people not being able to use it, right, mm. is that the price cap has just meant that there was nothing that you could buy in that level, uh, whereas now that one, those price caps have been increased, which is really good, so we've seen more people being able to use them, but also some people are going, either I can use the first home grant and buy for less, but actually for five grand, I'd rather buy a property at a slightly higher level, and you know, so it's, it's trying to balance out what's most important, and we always say get approved for it, which you can just do, jump onto the Kind Order website. You can go through and um, see if you're eligible. Uh, just a quick note, if there's two of you that are applying, you both need to check that you're eligible as well. It might come through that you've got both of your names on the approval, but you actually need one each. So jump on and do that. Get approved kind of regardless if you're not sure what you're going to buy so that you've got that there as an option. And then if you end up buying for less than the price cap, happy days, let's get them that money for you. If you end up buying for more, then that's not a problem. Yeah. Absolutely. So next part is KiwiSaver. Um, most of us have it. If you don't, go out and get it now. Get it added to your um, employer's kind of uh, situation because it's uh, some good money. The government will give you some free money. Um, your employer will give you some, all that sort of thing. But yeah, do, Claire, do you want to run us through the KiwiSaver scheme? A um, little bit of history about it, but also how do we use it to buy our first home? Yeah, sure. So I think KiwiSaver has now been around for about Gosh, since about 2007 when the government decided that uh, we should put away some money for our retirement because we might idea. not have super forever. Good idea. Um, so most people now have got some actually pretty chunky KiwiSavers. A lot of them, you know, if you might have been in for three to five years, so you've actually probably put away quite a bit of money. So how do we access it for our first home? So there's one exemption, accessing it before 65, and that's to buy your first home. So the, the standard criteria is that you have to have been in a KiwiSaver scheme for three years or more. You have to be over 18 and you have to be buying your first home to live in for at least six months, essentially. There are a couple of exceptions to this rule, but one of the key questions that we often get asked is if my partner has already bought a home or owns a home and we want to buy a second one or they want to sell and buy with you and you've never owned a home before, are you eligible for KiwiSaver? And the answer is yes. If you haven't owned a property before, then you're eligible. But there is actually another exemption, Greg, mm. where you can actually access your KiwiSaver as well. Yeah. So if you have owned a property before and you didn't use your KiwiSaver the first time and you are still in the position of a first home buyer, so you've sold that other property, 
and you're still in the position of a first home buyer. So that means you don't have up to 20%, it's a little confusing, but 20% of the regional price cap. If you don't have that in realizable assets, so that's things you could sell, cash savings, um, those sorts of things, then you can use your KiwiSaver again. Again, if you go to the Kind of Auto website, you can jump on and go, am I eligible for the second chance? And, and they'll take you through that as well. So um, there is the option to do that. But if you've used your KiwiSaver before to buy a property, regardless of the position you're in, you can't use it again. You can only use it once. Yeah. And I think also worth saying that for that second chance option, you actually do need to get approval from Kainga Order to withdraw. Whereas if you haven't owned a property ever before, you don't have to get that approval. Yeah, you just get it from your KiwiSaver provider. Um, and one question we often get is, how much of my KiwiSaver can I use? So there's probably three question answers to that, really. So the first one is, if you got the $1,000 Kickstarter from the government, which I think ended in about 2017 or 18, somewhere in there, then uh, you can take out all of your KiwiSaver except for that $1,000. If you started after that $1,000, you can take it all out. We've got a few people who have come back from Australia and dropped a bunch of Australian superannuation back into their Kiwi um, superannuation, you can't use that portion to buy your first home in New Zealand. So say you brought over 40 grand from Australia, you've got 40 grand from your New Zealand that you've um, put into it, contributed while you're in New Zealand, then you'll be only be able to use the 40 grand from New Zealand. So just something to be aware of if you have worked in Australia and brought superannuation home. Yeah. The last thing I'll just say about KiwiSaver and the first home grant is that the actual transaction of those funds is actually administered by your solicitor. So you can get a pre-approval of your first home grant and you can also get a withdrawal statement from your KiwiSaver if you just call your provider. But the actual fund transfer once you've found a property to buy happens with your solicitor. So once you've made an offer on a property, that's when you can get that actioned. Super. Hey, thanks uh, for joining us today and uh, we'll be coming back with some other things in a little while. But hopefully that's answered some questions about KiwiSaver, first home grant and first home loan. Thank you so much, Greg. See ya. Wherever you're at, you can get in touch with our friendly, easygoing team and get some advice tailored just for you. At My Mortgage, we never say no, only here's the plan. And we're happy to take the time to take you through the process and make it easy. My Mortgage, making home loans more fun and less boring since 2012.